Welcome to the True Me podcast with your host, Nicole M. Nicole is an experienced business person with over 25 years of corporate success. She founded True Me Coaching in 2012, and she now helps corporations and individuals around the world to achieve authentic success and lasting happiness. Nicole provides warm guidance with a genuine program designed to enlighten and inspire. We hope you enjoy the show. Hi, this is Nicole M. Very happy to be here with you again, in spite of all the events happening in the world. They really can be dooming, isn't it? They can make you feel stressed, angry, enraged, sad, disappointed, or just powerless. Thus, for today's show, I will be talking about emotions. The first thing I want to tell you is that you can control what you're feeling at any given time. And this is very important because in that way you know that you should not allow yourself to be put down, at least not for a long while. A person is likely to have amazing values, to have all his or her rules aligned, to ask all the right questions, and yet not to live the life he or she desires at this present moment. If you are honest with yourself, you will know that the above is right. All of us, at one point or the other, allow some facts of our lives to control us. Rather than us controlling our situations or decisions about what these events mean, we need a very straightforward way or system to confirm that we systematically leave the values we are committed to. Many therapeutic methodologies, especially some years ago, began with the assumption that emotions are enemies or that the emotional state of a person is rooted in the past. The truth, however, is that uh, we can move from crying to laughter in one instant, in one moment, if our model of mental focus and physiology is disrupted enough. Freudian psychoanalysis, for example, investigates deep, sometimes dark secrets in our past to explain our difficulties of today. Nevertheless, if you are looking for something systematically, you will find it. If a person keeps thinking about why he or she is so damaged, their mind will bring them information that will make them feel bad and will recycle that info as well. It will be much better if that person adopts the belief that the past does not determine the future and in that way help her or himself to move forward. Most people have never paid too much attention to emotions and what triggers them, and consequently, they do not have any understanding of their role. They reduce what they feel to uncontrolled emotional reactions to everything that happens around them. Thus, there are times when emotions weigh them down, and there are times when they make them ecstatic. Most of us live in the fallacy that our feelings are outside of our control, that they happen spontaneously to us, in response to the events that appear in our lives, what others say or do. Many times we treat emotions as if they were a virus that attacks us when we are most vulnerable. We have been taught by society to regard them as less valuable than our mental capacity, our logic. And why is that? What is the belief behind that? Possibly that we have no control over this mystery that is called emotions, so their value is limited. In an effort to avoid feeling some difficult emotions, 
or on the contrary, to induce themselves with higher emotions and get the adrenaline up, people can do a lot of outrageous things, such as drinking, taking drugs, gambling, or falling into many non-constructive behaviors. In order not to hurt someone or to be hurt by his her own self, they will repress all emotions and they will become like robots, destroying though, at the same time, feelings of connection with self or other people that are so necessary to get to the point where they reach life fulfillment. The only way one can effectively use own emotions is to understand that they exist to serve them. They need to learn from them and use them to create the results they want. Even negative emotions may be somebody's best friend, because these emotions are just a call to action. Thus, I suggest we adopt a different term for them and start calling them action signals. Why am I suggesting this? Because those emotions are just passing the message that something needs to be changed. If we hear these messages, we can change the quality of our lives. Once you become familiar with the signals and messages, emotions become your allies. They become your closest friends, mentors and coaches because they come from you. They belong to you. They will lead you through the great joys and sorrows of your life. Learning to use your emotions can help you release your phobias and allows you to experience all the riches for which you are destined. Nevertheless, you will need to change your general beliefs about what emotions are. That is, you will need to accept that they are not destructive, unwanted substitutes of logic or the product of other people's whims. They are signals that try to guide you to a higher quality of life. If you treat your emotions with an avoidance strategy, then you will lose valuable messages that they have to offer. When you continue to miss the message and fail to handle emotions once they are presented, they can break into crisis. All our emotions are useful and important in proper quantities, times and situations. Acknowledge today that your emotions are a gift, a guidance, a support system, a call to action. If you repress them and try to chase them out of your life, or on the other hand, you exaggerate them and allow them to prevail above all, then you are wasting one of the most valuable resources you have been given in your life. The history of the world is a history of emotions. Emotions make every person be successful or unsuccessful, start a war or fight for peace, fall in love or avoid engagement, get sick or get healthy. It is important that you understand what are the most intense emotions you experience every day or very so often, and you learn how to dominate them. Thus, for you to understand even further how important emotions are, try to answer as quickly as you can the following. How do you feel today? What impact it creates on you? I mean, how does it support you or impede you to go about your day? Or even think of this. What is that you want most in this life? probably have here in your mind relationships, money, food, health, etc. Okay, so what is that is more important for you in this life? 
and then answer yourself, what is the emotion that getting what you want will help you feel? So for instance, I could answer that what I want most in life is to contribute to people's empowerment. What will that make me feel? The answer is fulfilled. In the same way, you can answer this and that will support you realize that what you are really after, any event or action you make, is an emotion. What you are chasing out of each experience is to get a feeling, being that love, success, accomplishment, abundance, etc. And of course, what you feel at any moment depends on the interpretation you give to each experience. So, it is your choice. Now, I want you to spend one or two minutes to think the next question. Is there anything that is more important to you than how you feel? When you ponder a bit on the answer, you will see that the answer to that is nothing. Nothing is more important to you than how you feel at any given moment. Remember, there are no negative feelings if we use them to learn something. You may have invested time and money to have a beautiful body, but at the same time, you may have invested in a negative emotion that keeps you down even if you do not realize it. It can be stress, disappointment, rage, whatever. People feel negative and positive emotions all day, all of the time. So the secret of a good life is not that you will never feel negative emotions. This is not realistic. We are not talking about denying negative feelings, okay? So, for you to understand where you stand, let's see what do people usually do with their emotions. First of all, people try to avoid them. All people want to avoid painful emotions. As a result, most try to avoid any situation that can lead them to emotions that they are afraid. Or worse, some people try not to feel any emotion at all. If, for example, they are afraid of rejection, they try to avoid any situation that can lead to rejection. For instance, let's say they avoid relationships of some kind, or they do not chase high professional places. Nevertheless, treating emotions in that way is a trap, because while avoiding negative situations can protect the person for a while, in the long run, it leads him or her far away from feeling the love, the intimacy, the connection they want most in their lives. On the previous example, it does not allow them to fulfill their highest potential in a professional arena. And in the end, the truth is that we cannot avoid emotions. A better way is to learn to read the hidden, always positive meaning they are bringing. The second thing people do with their emotions is that they refuse them. People often try to distance themselves from their emotions by saying, I do not feel so bad. They endure them, but they do not do anything about them. They do not change anything. Meanwhile, they continue to accumulate the fire these emotions create inside them by thinking how bad things are, how someone has taken advantage of them, how they do everything right but do not manage to achieve what they want. In other words, they never change their focus and they continue to do the same conversations with themselves. To experience a feeling but to pretend that it is not there creates more pain. Ignoring the messages emotions are trying to give 
will not improve the situation if the messages that they are trying to convey are ignored these emotions will be intensified until the person has no other option but to acknowledge them the third thing that people do usually with their emotions is that uh, they use them to compete with others many people decide to reinforce those negative emotions and that makes them even more intense they think they will get a medal of courage and say to others do you think what's happening to you is ugly look at what's happening to me these emotions literally become part of people's identity their own way of feeling unique they feel pride because they endure more than others like all ladies that they say to each other no my blood pressure is worse no no mine is worse and you can imagine this trap can be very deadly such situations must be avoided because these self-prophecies usually realize people invest systematically in difficult emotions and what will happen then as you already know they will get trapped the fourth thing you can do with your emotions is to use them for learning and growth If a person wants his or her life to work for them, must make their emotions work for them. They cannot avoid them. They cannot erase them. And of course, nor should they allow them to define their life. Emotions, even those that seem painful, are in fact the inner compass that guides a person to the action they need to take to achieve their goals. If they do not know how to use the compass, they will be a permanent victim of any mental storm that may break out in their way. What a person feels at any moment depends on the interpretation they give to each experience. And there are your mind filters that influence those interpretations. Thus, when somebody, for instance, receives a kiss, then what happens is that the feeling, the emotion that will follow is whatever he or her have decided consciously or subconsciously based on the interpretation which has been given to that experience. It could be love or mischief or whatever it might be. People are their own source of their emotions. They are the creators of the good and the unpleasant. And so it is for any living human being, including yourself and myself. Many people think they have to wait for some experiences to feel the emotion they want. For example, they do not let themselves feel love, joy or trust if some expectations are not met first. I am here to tell you that you can feel any way you want at any moment. For instance, when you feel good, who makes you feel good? Your own self. But usually, you have a rule that says that uh, you have to wait until A, B, C happens before you allow yourself to feel good. And I am saying here, why wait? Why not put a rule saying that every time you hear a bird singing or see a ray of sunshine or take a breath, you will feel automatically well. This can be more predictable and consistent than waiting for other people's actions to allow yourself to feel good. You can feel like you choose at any given moment, just because you want to. Then, if that is so, why don't you feel well all of the time, or often enough? I must tell you, again, because your negative emotions are trying to communicate a message to you. What is that message? 
Well, a generic answer to that question would be this. If whatever you are doing in the moment does not work, the reason you are experiencing pain is either the way you perceive things or the processes, the strategies that you follow, the actions that you have taken or are about to take, and in particular, the way you communicate your needs and desires to other people. When you do not produce the results you want, you need to change your approach, correct? Remember that your perceptions are controlled by what you focus on and the interpretation you give to things and events. For instance, if you feel depression, this depression might be communicating the message that you need to change your perception about a problem that is permanent or out of your control. And you can help yourself change your perceptions in a moment by asking a better question. Is this clear? This is the real meaning of action signals. They just try to support you to take action and change the way you think and act. They are there to remind you that you do not want to be like a fly that continues to knock its head in the window to go out. If it not changes strategy, no matter how much it will insist, it will not get results. Every emotion communicates a special message, whether and to what extent you are aligned with your own self, with your true self. In other words, with the energy of your inner self. Therefore, emotions are indicators of the vibration divergence between what you are experiencing and who you actually are, your true self. In a way, it is an internal compass that helps you move forward on the path of your desires. If you do not learn how to properly use them, you will remain vulnerable to any psychological or emotional storm that may hit your path. Every emotion carries a different frequency and vibration. When you think of gratitude, you feel your heart open. When you think of revenge, you feel your heart contracting. The negative or less productive emotions have a low frequency vibration. The positive or more productive ones have a high frequency vibration. Your goal is to make the transition from emotions of low vibration to emotions of high vibration. The more you do that, the more you improve your vibration and further align yourself with the energy of well-being. And obviously, that is very important because the more your alignment improves, the more you will be able to create the experiences you want. So here are some steps I recommend to you to follow to take control of your emotions and yourself. First of all, learn to recognize the message. Many times, people are so overloaded that they do not know what they feel. All they know is that they are attacked by their emotions. So, my suggestion is that you take a step back and then ask yourself, what do I feel right now, really? I repeat, what do you feel now, really? If your answer is, I feel frustrated, you can again ask yourself, do I really feel frustrated? Or do I feel something else? The mere fact that you are trying to recognize your true emotions will manage to reduce their intensity and thus support you in handling the situation as quickly as possible. It is important that you recognize and evaluate the messages you are receiving. You must learn to respect your emotions. You must open up to a sincere communication with your inner self. Be grateful that a part of your brain sends you a support signal to make you move and change. Second step, change your state immediately. 
to be able to handle your emotion. So what do I mean? If you are ready to trust your emotions, knowing that although you do not understand them, they are there to support you to move forward, then you will stop the war with them. As I said before, you must learn to develop a feeling of appreciation for all emotions, and as a child who needs attention, you will see your emotions soften immediately. Alright, look for the conscious thought or beliefs that inferred that negative emotion. Usually, this is not an easy task because beliefs are deeply rooted in the way we think and are often mistaken for being true. In that way, they restrict your behavior. You will have to show patience and perseverance so as to give yourself enough time to get the answers. When you finally locate those restricting beliefs, write them down on a piece of paper. It is preferable to refrain from judging or analyzing them. Simply let them flow and record them. As soon as the conscious mind reveals the limiting beliefs, you have to doubt them. Ask yourself whether these are true or you have inherited them from your surroundings. Whilst concentrating on them, trying to understand how they make you feel. Do they empower you or do they weaken you and lower your self-esteem? The questions you can ask yourself here are What does the emotion give me? What is that I keep in my thinking that leads me to experience this emotion? What else can it mean? What can I learn from this situation? You must be confident that it is okay whatever you feel. You must come to terms with the truth that emotions are a tool for empowerment. Gain certainty and trust. Search for a different approach, a different strategy to follow. One other thing you can do is to show curiosity for the message. How can you use the message to improve the situation that is bothering you? Put yourself in a state of mind where you feel really curious to learn something and that will automatically stop any unpleasant emotion and help you learn a lot about yourself. To be curious helps you to master your feelings, to solve the challenges and to succeed in preventing the problem from happening again. The next step is to get clarity about what you want. The question you can ask here is What do I want to feel instead of that disturbing emotion? A similar question we learned to make in podcast number 3 of the first series. As soon as you have the above information, you must get courage and make the action. The next step will be to direct yourself to follow a more positive path. This next step of the process requires that you embrace a new, empowering, dominant thought and constantly repeat it to yourself. Though it may not be obvious at first, repetition will in fact fill you with positive energy and before you realize it, you will have taken a step up in the emotional ladder. But when I say repeat it, I will say consciously repeat it, okay? Be conscious of what you are saying, of the new thing you are saying. So, the powerful question you may be asking yourself here is, have I ever dealt effectively with such a situation in the past? This question will help you gain confidence when you recognize situations of the past when you have overcome such emotions. It will give you the certainty that things can change now as well, since you have done it in the past. What did you do then? 
change focus, took a new action. If, for example, you have felt very sad in the past and you dealt with it successfully, what did you do then? Went for jogging? Did you make some phone calls to friends? Or did you ask for help? When you find your answer, I encourage you to do the same now with the certainty that it will work again. As a next step, I will say that you need to be enthusiastic about what you can accomplish and then take action. You must feel you can overcome any major obstacle and be ready to take action. So the question you may ask yourself here is, what am I willing to do now to change the way I feel? Or what can I do now to improve my situation? You will need to do something to communicate with others or even with yourself to be able to elevate from the disrupting situation or emotion. By doing this simple process, you will be in a more empowered position to deal with whatever was bothering you before. So, I want to encourage you to practice with yourself the steps given so that you can master your emotions. So, let me wrap up what was discussed here because it's very, very important. You need to understand all the unpleasant emotions that appear in your life and what makes them happen. What is the trigger? Okay, ponder about that. Then, focus on the positive emotion you want to leave instead and in that way, plant seeds that relate to those emotions. So, plant the seeds of an amazing life. It is important that you choose what you want to improve and then, of course, you have to practice. You will need to do the above again and again. And believe me, every time you will do it better. It is practice that will make you conquer it. So, that is all for today. I hope you have found it helpful. For any questions or remarks, send us a message and we can continue the discussion. Until next time, keep practicing and be well. Thank you for listening to the True Me podcast. For more information on Nicole and True Me coaching, head to trueme.co. If you would like to request a personal or corporate session, you can send an email to nicole at trueme.co anytime.